Well, hello, Brady on TV. Marty Grisham here with Loudmouth Prayer. I'm standing in on for Dr. Alan Keyes. Let me tell you, one of the most amazing shows on the planet today, Dr. Alan Keyes. He has been around forever bringing truth, establishing truth all over this nation and all over the world. And I'm so honored to be the guest host today to his wonderful show. Um, I want to also just let you know, all of you that have sowed time and energy into Brady on TV and Mike Adams and the vision that Mike came up with. I just want to, I was personally from my ministry and what my wife and I do, we want to thank you because we've been a part of Brady on TV and we've seen just the establishment, so much of truth. You know, there's so much deception. There's so much propaganda sweeping this nation. And so hats off to Brady on TV and Mike Adams and all of those that are fighting for truth and standing for truth. But we have a, such an amazing show today. Um, today, we have a two-hour show here with Dr. Alan Keyes' show. And I, I tell you, we have, we're going to kind of go prophetic. We're going to we're going to go pastoral. We're going to get into the Bible. We're going to get into the heart of God, of what God is saying to this nation right now. Now, you know, when I say that, I'm saying that because after two and a half years of absolute insanity, absolute crazy, um, the one thing, the one person that we know we can always turn to that always knows what to do in any hour that's God, the, the God of heaven and earth. And so the two guests I have on our show today specifically know the heart of God. They know the voice of God. They know what he's saying in this hour. So right now, I want to introduce you. If you don't know this pastor, you need to go to his website. You need to go to what he's doing, which we'll say all that in just a few minutes. But you need to go check out Pastor Todd Coconato. Welcome, Pastor Todd, for joining us today. Hey, Marty, great to be with you. Thank you so much for having me on and just appreciate the work that Dr. Keyes is doing. What a, a tremendous patriot, man of God. And uh, I'm so hap happy that you're guest hosting because uh, I follow you as well in loudmouth prayer. And man, we need intercessors. We need prayer warriors in this hour in our nation. So what you're doing is so critical and important. So just honored to be here, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, we let's jump into really... You know, I'm called to the office of a prophet, and I don't put that in front of my name or anything. I'm a reverend. Um, but from that, the one thing that I deal with a lot is God speaking to me about what he's saying in the hour for the church, which is his body, and then the hour for this nation and even the city I live in in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so what's God saying to you where we are right now after two and a half years of just <laughs> this rude wake-up call that so many of us has had and, you know with all that we're dealing with with government with this fake president uh, uh you know sleepy joe all of this stuff going on what is the heart of god saying to you about where we are right now well that's an excellent question let me tell you there's a lot to unpack there uh, marty and so let me just try to go from like the fifty thousand foot level but you know i worked with the trump campaign as as far as a faith advisor during 2020 and 2016 you know in the greater team you know and and uh, we went all around the country. And one of the things that I'm, as a minister of the gospel that I started noticing was, you know, we were at the, the capitals in, in many different states and things like that. And we were seeing the Lord moving. And it was interesting because these were supposed to be, quote unquote, political rallies. But there was more God in some of these rallies than in some of the churches that I've attended. And so this was a real wake up for me because I knew the Lord was moving and he was stirring and there was something that was happening. And so what I feel like we've been going through is a real shaking. It's the shaking in the nation and it's the shaking in the church. 
And in the church, the, the there's a real separation of the wheat from the tares that's being exposed more and more. You know, we saw it with the the fake pandemic, you know, the, the quote, quote, pandemic, uh, you know, where people were paralyzed with fear and certain churches, Marty, they were closed down. I mean, we understand like in the beginning, most churches closed down because people didn't really know what was going on. But when most remnant pastors or those that were spiritually astute started realizing, hey, there's something more to this, they opened right back up. And some pastors never closed. And some of our friends, you know, they just never even closed. In fact, one of my friends actually went to jail because he didn't close here in America, you know. So, uh, you know, we, we've seen the whole gamut. Uh, but this this began a great shaking and a shifting. And, you know, uh, it, it proceeded to continue uh, in the 2020 election. And so what I thought in my in my natural man is that, hey, we're going to we're going to have the election. Trump's going to win. And then we're going to have four more years and, you know, we're going to kind of keep going. But what God did was something different. He allowed an expose to continue. Yeah. And what's happened is there is an expose, not only in the political sphere, but also in the church. And so there's like a simultaneous expose. People, I've been talking about Hollywood for years because I was a child actor. So I got to see like 20 something years ago, you know, what was going on in Hollywood very, very intimately, very closely. You know, I saw uh, things that, you know, will never, I'll never forget what I saw there. And people can never convince me that these types of things aren't happening. And so what happened was when I got saved, which I had a, a radical Damascus Road encounter with the Lord, when I, I got, I went through a stabbing. I got stabbed in Granada Hills, California, nine times. One of them was in my heart. And the Lord took me into his presence and said, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, I want to live. Wow. He says, well, if you live, you got to be sold out for me. And you got to tell the people that I'm real. So this is just my experience. I was a child actor. Then I get stabbed. Then I have a, a powerful encounter with the Lord. You know, the Lord starts showing me, you know, kind of the Wizard of Oz behind the curtains in Hollywood. That led to government. So for me personally, this has been like a 24, 25 year, you know, journey. And so the reason why I mention that from a contextual standpoint is that the Lord kind of allowed me to understand some of the things that are going on so that when we got to this point, and the expose continued, there would be certain voices that I believe he's kept hidden. Many of you, he's kept hidden for this time. And I said, I asked the Lord, I said, why? Why did you keep your remnant voices hidden? And he says, because if you would have been raised up prematurely, what would have happened was uh, you would have been part of that, that group that I'm actually exposing, you know, or you would have been, uh, you know, associated with that group. So that's why he's raising up a remnant in this hour. So you're seeing voices like yours, Marty, like some of our friends, that it yeah. seems like they came up out of nowhere, but what's actually yeah. happening is the Lord has been preparing them with their lion and their bear. And, and so they've had the experience and everything they needed to know for this time. So he's raising up voices. There's a shaking in the body of Christ and, and there's a separation of the wheat from the tares. And then there's a shaking in our nation. And the reason why, and I'll try to say this as fast as I can, but you know, it couldn't have gone on the way it was. It couldn't have continued. There had to be a disruption. There had to be a shift. The church, the body of Christ, we had gotten complacent. We had gotten apathetic. Uh, a lot of churches started looking more like a concert or more like a show. Uh, wow. There was there was a celebrity <clears throat> pastors, people that were very consumed with pride. And, and we just got off course. So the Lord will not be mocked, but yet he's a loving and merciful God. So I believe what's yeah. happened, and, and this was very hard for me when 2020 happened. I'm like, Lord. So many prophetic voices were saying President Trump was going to win. President Trump was going to win. What's going on? Well, he did win. He won. We know that there was a theft that took place, and that continues to come out. Great movies like 2,000 Mules, and you know, there's so much information that people are bringing forward. And I believe that there's still a comma there, that that whole situation is not yet done.
But in the meantime, he's allowing this time because it couldn't be a political person. It couldn't be President Trump to fight our battle. And so what happened was after this theft took place in 2020, there's a shift from, from President Trump fighting to the church. It has to be the body of Christ. It has to be the people of God. The Bible says that we have the authority in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit to pull down the strongholds. And yeah. this is a spiritual battle at the highest levels. You know, if you look yeah. at what they're indoctrinating our young people, uh, you know, trying to tell them they can be any gender that they want, trying to confuse them. Look at the attack, the all out attack. They're saying men can be pregnant. I mean, this is just utter nonsense. But this is what we're pushing right now. And so the church has to rise up. I'm talking about the ecclesia, the body, yeah. those that, that that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so we're at this pivotal crossroads. It's like it's like a Mount Carmel, you know, and the prophets of Baal are being called out. Come and on. so it, it, it's literally the prophets of Baal. And I call the mainstream corporate media, the modern day prophets of Baal. You know, yeah. there's people in governmental positions. There's people in Hollywood. These are the prophets of Baal of this hour that are lying, that are disseminating propaganda and fake information. Then you have the prophets of God. You know, it, it, it's just like, and I, you know, in, in the word of God where, where, where you had uh, Elijah, you know, the prophets of Baal and the prophets of God. And, and we're getting this, this climax moment. And so, Marty, people have told me, Pastor Todd, just prepare people for the end times. That's it. It's done. I don't crazy. feel that. I feel we're at this precipice. But there's still a chance, there's still an opportunity for us to win and to stand. Doesn't mean the, the end times aren't going to come. We already know the Bible is true. That's going to happen. But what I feel like is happening right now, and this is kind of where I'll, I'll kind of surmise the whole thing, what I just said, is that they do these things called suppression polls, okay? And these suppression polls during an election time, what they do is they, they put out a poll, it's a fake poll, and they yeah. tell people, look, there's no chance that this candidate is going to win because this one is way ahead. So you might as well just stay home. And it's a psychological operation. And what it does is a lot of people believe it. They say, well, you know what? It doesn't even matter if I vote because my candidate's not going to win. And that's what these suppression polls do. The devil is a counterfeiter. He does yeah. not know when the Lord is going to return. He doesn't know when the rapture is going to happen. Only the King of Kings and the Lord of Lord knows the time. The Bible says no one knows the day nor the hour. So what I feel like he's doing is the devil is running a suppression poll on the church. He wants us to feel like it's the tribulation. We're done. We're going to get raptured out of here any second. And so we should just give up. But the word of God says, occupy until he comes. The word of God is showing us that this is a spiritual battle. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. So what God is doing is he's allowing this season, as tough as it is, as difficult as it is, we've got to keep pressing ahead. And the church has to rise up by the power of the, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke, and yeah. we're going to see a victory. But this is a defining moment in history, Marty. And so that's it where is. I feel like we are. We're at this Mount Carmel moment. The prophets <laughs> of Baal are being called out. The prophets of God are speaking truth. And it's all kind of coming to a head right now. I tell you, you got me as, as excited as a three-legged chicken in a hen house, Todd. I tell you. <laughs> Whoo, glory to God. Um. Let's do a little sleepy church talk. Let me, let me, I agree with everything. And that was so well said. I think I'm going to take that recording and play it for my kids every night when they go to bed. Praise the Lord. That was so good. Thank you. Oh, Lord, um, I, I want us to, let's kill a few sacred cows. Sacred cow yeah. number one, the church does not worship Donald Trump. 
President Donald Trump. And I'm so sick of hearing people say, oh, you guys are just, no, listen, we worship Jesus. We love the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. We worship the Lord God, but we understand when God's hand is on a man or a woman to do something. It's called the mantle. It's called the anointing. It's called God called them to do something. So we honor President Donald Trump and his role, but we worship the Lord. So sacred cow number one killed. Sacred cow number two, the Lord took me in a vision and I saw the throne of Satan. And from the throne of Satan came a stronghold. And I asked the Lord, what was that? And he said, that's a stronghold, a mindset that the church is not supposed to be in politics. Mm. Let me tell you something, church, listen to me, little sleepy church. Listen to Pastor Todd, little sleepy church. I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. If you're sitting there thinking we're not supposed to be in government and politics, you're thinking a thought that literally came from the base of the throne of Satan. It came from him with this twisted, perverted way of thinking of religion. Oh, it's, yo, oh, religion would say, oh, don't heal the sick on the Sabbath. You ever heard that one before? Oh, Oh, religion would say, oh, don't put your hand in politics. Don't put your hand in government. So I just wanted to kill those two sacred cows because you really got me excited. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Well, no, that needs to be talked about because you're right. There's a, you know, just like when the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So yeah. literally, you know, when Jesus was walking the earth, fully God and fully man, who, who were his adversaries? Who were the ones that ended up actually, you know, bringing the whole thing to a head? It was the Pharisees. And that's what we're dealing with. It's that spirit of religion, that pharisaical spirit. And unfortunately, it's now infiltrated the modern day church. And there's this false uh, teaching that, oh, separation of church and state, stay out of politics. As a believer in Christ, we can't separate our, our, our beliefs and our and, and the word of God, the truth from, from our political affiliation. That's so silly. Why would we ever want to do that? The church is meant to be the head and not the tail. This nation was founded on the principles of the word of God. And in fact, you know, Israel was chosen by God. America was chosen. America chose God. You know, so this country's made a covenant. And what the Lord is desiring is for us to return to our first love, to repent from our sin and unrighteousness, to return to our first love. And then, you know, this nation will be spared, just like Nineveh. We're meant to be a Nineveh and not a Sodom and Gomorrah. The devil wants us to be a Sodom and Gomorrah. But there's a remnant. Hallelujah. Like you said, Marty. And this remnant is growing. And people are waking up. And that's why we're seeing a manifestation of the spirit of Antichrist. Because the, the spirit, the devil, the demons, they see what's happening. This whole thing is about souls. Okay, and a great awakening and people being rescued from the bond of sin and death and being brought into the light and the life of Jesus Christ. Marty, I don't know about you. I I know you've seen this, too. I've been on beaches. You know, we were down in Myrtle Beach, Virginia Beach with his glory and, you know, all over the country. And we've seen people getting baptized and set free and delivered on these beaches and all these different meetings. People are so hungry right now, and it's the truth that sets the captive free. And so, of course, the demonic is 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 worried. Of course, the deep state is worried. Of course, because they're all influenced by that same demonic, you know, influence. It's a spiritual battle, and so that's what's kind of happening here. Is this again? It's coming to a head. But but the whole thing is we've got to break the religion. I mean, I'll tell you this. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Mario Murillo is doing a great work. He's going around the country in tents, and I love that man. He's got a powerful ministry. And one of the things he said to me many years ago when he visited my church in California was he said, uh, you know, I said, I want revival, Mario. And he looked at me as a young man at the time in ministry, and he said, I don't think you're ready for revival. And, you know, those words, 
for years haunted me. Now, I love the guy. Like I said, we're friends. But I, I took it very seriously. What does he mean? You know, yeah. what does he mean we're not ready for revival? And you know what it was? I was caught up in some of that, that spirit of religion, that churchiosity, that, that Christian culture. And, and the thing is, is that people, the misfits, the drug addicts, the, the lost, they're going to be coming in. And half the churches in modern America would, would have the guy with the earpiece escort those people right out. Well, Marty, guess what? It's going to be messy, but it's going to be orderly. But God is calling the prodigals. He's calling the misfits. He's calling those that have been in bondage. He's calling those that have been in drugs and addictions. And, and, he's, and they're going to be coming and they're looking for authenticity. They're looking for the truth. They're looking for, for the real. They don't want us to play church. They don't, they don't care about the lights or the fog machines or the lattes or they any don't. of the stuff that we made this about. They are hungry and they're seeking and searching for a person to speak the truth of the word of God. And when yeah. that happens, there's a breakthrough. And so that's what's going on here is we've got to break religion. We've got to get, you know, just get rid of this nonsense that we've made the Christian culture and go back to our roots because what God is doing, he's restoring the foundations. Mm, man, I tell you, the spirit of prophecy is almost coming upon me. You got the Holy Ghost happy. Whoo, hallelujah. <laughs> so um, I'm seeing, as you are too, lines in the sand. And I've been talking about that for a few months now. The very hand of God is reaching and drawing lines in the sand and say, choose a side, choose a side. And he's saying that to his own church. Now in Peter, in the book of Peter, Peter said, the end of all things is at hand. And then he goes down, that's verse seven. Then he goes down, I think it's Peter four, seven. And then he goes down uh, to verse 17. And he says, judgment's coming, but it will first come unto the house of God. Yes. Listen, everybody, that's exactly where we are, the heart of God, the timing. You want to find yourself in the Bible? You go read that scripture that judgment's coming to the house of God. Now, a lot of times when we say the word judgment, Pastor Todd, we scare people like, oh, oh no, the great judgment. No, this is where, oh, that precious, precious, wonderful Holy Spirit, the comforter, the paraclete, the precious spirit of truth will just come settle on your heart and begin to deal with you about making adjustments in your life. And that's the that's him judging you in a very sweet, gentle way because he loves us. He's not out to kill us and throw us in hell. He's not out to beat us and tell us how bad we are. He comes every day to tell us how good we are, how Christ redeemed us, how Christ gave us a relationship with the Father that we couldn't obtain on our own. And so he's coming and he's touching the hearts of the church and he's touching the hearts of individuals and saying, I'm here to judge you the lightest way that I can. I'm here to just speak to you and say, hey, judge yourself. Look at yourself. Are you doing this wrong? Make that adjustment. Spend more time with me. You know, make these things. If you're doing your church, if you're going a different direction from what the Lord is saying and pastoring a church, make those adjustments. But Todd, we're coming. We're, I believe we're coming to an end of yeah. the nice Holy Ghost. And we're moving over to Holy Ghost as daddy. And daddy's got a switch. Yeah. Yeah. Take it yeah. from there. Well, no, what you're saying, Marty, is spot on. And I've even yeah. heard this uh, in, in several different prophetic utterances recently. So it's really a confirmation what you're saying. And it's right. You know, the, the Lord is coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. He's a merciful God. And so yeah. he's allowed this time. I mean, think about it. We have reprobate minds that are running this country right now. If you think about it, we just <laughs> yeah. sent uh, to France two transvestites. 
to, to represent the United States in France. Okay. Uh, I mean, the things that are happening are so bizarre. We have a quote unquote president that can't even read a teleprompter without, you know, saying uh, pause, applause. I mean, he literally reads what's on there. The, the, the mind is not cognitively there. In fact, I heard that he, he may have even contracted COVID. I mean, there's, there's a lot of prophetic signs wow. that are happening right now. And so it's clear our enemies, Xi Jinping, Putin, these other countries, they're all looking, you know, uh, North Korea, Iran, and they're, and they're watching this. And, and the fact that our country, you know, we're being invaded on the southern border. Think about it, you know. And so with all these areas, why is America still standing? Why is this country even functioning? It's functioning because of the grace and the mercy of the Lord and because of the covenant and because there is a righteous remnant that is praying and interceding on behalf of this nation. That's the only thing that's holding it back right now from total calamity. And so we have to establish that. Now, the judgment coming in the house of the Lord, yes. I believe that we've kind of been on cruise control. There's been apathy. There's been complacency. There's been people in positions in the church that have been unwilling to speak the full counsel of God. I know this for a fact. I've talked to pastors around the country. They tell me, Marty, we don't preach that part of the Bible. We don't talk about that. And I look and I'm blown away because how can a, a believer, a parishioner in that congregation be set up for success if whole portions of the word of God are held out? So as a preacher, as a teacher, we it's I didn't write the Bible. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, look, if Todd wrote it, there might be a couple of things, maybe a little bit different, but I am a messenger. Okay. And and the thing is, is that I meant to with, you know, to, to stand for the word of God and to be a messenger and to teach the truth that it is because it's ultimate truth. In the beginning yeah. was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word became flesh. Jesus is the word. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Doesn't change. The same. So my job is, is to simply be a messenger and to point to Jesus. Not to me. Not to my name. Not to this ministry. It's about God. We're setting people up for success. It is a, a thing that I do with fear and trembling in a good way, Marty. And the reason is because I know the weight. And I know that leaders are held yeah. to a higher standard. Now, I establish all that to say, if you are a pastor, if you are a leader, and you are not teaching the entirety of the word of God, if you're not setting the people up for success, if you Five would seconds. rather tickle ears, if you would rather be somebody that's out there to be a motivational speaker, here's the deal. Go be a motivational speaker then. But if you're going to call yourself a pastor, a preacher, a five-fold ministry person, and you're withholding, I believe that the time where the mercy has been there, it's going away and God is going to, he's going to listen. He's going to prepare his church one way or the other. And what you said is so pivotal. Judgment comes to the house of the Lord. That's where we're at, Marty. And so Pastor if, Todd, if, hold that right there. We're going to break right now. Hold that right there. Okay. We'll be back in two minutes.
Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications, instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer? is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available. Well, hello, America. Marty Grisham with Loudmouth Prayer, loudmouthprayer.org, a prayer ministry. We're back here once again, still hosting Let's Talk America on behalf as a guest host for Dr. Alan Keyes. The Let's Talk America show you guys should be going every day and listening live Monday through Friday to Dr. Keyes' show. What a wonderful voice of truth, literally for so many years. Few people have even come close to establishing truth in this nation at the level that Dr. Alan Keyes has. So I just want to encourage you, Bridie on TV, Mike Adams, keep supporting, keep being a part of what they're doing. Um, today's show, uh, the first half of this hour, it was literally to me just life-changing and explosive. I have with me today Pastor Todd Coconato, a great friend of mine. And, you know, Todd and I, we travel together with Clay Clark in the movement. And I have to tell you, in all that we do, and I tell a few people this, Todd, Pastor Todd Kakano is really my favorite person um, because his heart and my heart, they see everything going on exactly the same. Uh, we see where America is. We see where America needs to go. And we see the only, the only way it can do it is by the hand of God guiding it. So Pastor Todd, welcome to the second half of the show. Just, I want you to just jump right back into where you were. Yeah. Well, let me read a scripture, Marty, if I can. It's Acts 2, 17. And it says this. It says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Young, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Young men will see visions and old men will dream dreams. That's where we are. You know, the reason why I know we're not done is because people are getting visions. People are getting dreams. God is calling people like yourself to start ministries, to do powerful things in this hour. And so if he was done, it would be different. Uh, yeah. I also feel you mentioned earlier, and I want to just address this, that there is a mantle of anointing on Donald Trump and his family. Now, Newsweek's written a story about me just for saying this. You know, there's something that's funny about that. When you say this, it, it, it like it, it triggers people because they just can't imagine that oh. God would use a flawed man. They can't imagine. But yet in, in the scripture, that's all. I mean, pretty much everybody. You look at the everybody. Apostle Paul, you know, look at look at all the different people that the Lord used, Cyrus. And, and so he, he's known to do this and he's doing this in this hour and he put this mantle on this man. And that's why, even though he's currently, you know, I mean, I call him the president, but you know, he's, he's technically out of office, but he has the mantle. 
But this is why the mainstream corporate media still can't leave this man and his family alone. This is why they're still so irked because they just don't know what it is. What it is is the mantle and the anointing. And so yeah. I believe it's very important. Are we there? Okay. Yeah. It's very important that we continue to pray for him and his family. They're under spiritual assault. They're under spiritual attack. Uh, but I believe God is going to is going to spare them and protect them, just like He's doing for other voices of truth. Uh, if you stand up, it it can be scary. It can be you know you start getting pressure. The news media starts coming after you. There's all different types of spiritual attacks. But if you stay in the secret place of the Most High and you have a prayer life and you have a a personal intimate life, you know, with Jesus Christ, where you go into your war room, you intercede, you get on your face, you fast, you pray. Yeah. The Lord is with us and he will strengthen us and he will allow us to soar with wings of eagles and we will run and not grow weary. And that's where we're at. So if you're what I call a remnant warrior, which is a person that's willing to stand, if you're yeah. somebody that's willing to say, Lord, I'm like the prophet Isaiah, send me, I'll go. You know, I'm showing up. The Lord will anoint you. He'll put his hand on you, anoint you, and he will guide your path. And so I want to encourage those that are watching right now that say, what can I do? You know, Marty, as I go around the country, you mentioned, you know, we've been going all around, I think, 14 cities and, you know, a bunch of other things going on. And we've just seen so many different things that the Lord is doing out there. But the biggest question I get is, Pastor Todd, what can I do? What can I do? And the answer is simple. Yeah. Show up. Show up. And, and if you just make it about the Great Commission to go and to make disciples and, and to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and to speak the truth of the Word of God, if you just do that. And if, if everybody were to just do that, we would have a changed nation. If we pull down the strongholds, if we fast, if we pray, if we get together with small groups and, and different friends that are on fire for Jesus and we, and we come together, something is going to shift. And that's what's happening. And I believe that this is why we're seeing a manifestation of what, what we are, where people are, are totally freaking out. You know, in the natural, these the demonic people. I mean, I just put up a post about Starbucks yesterday, and Marty, I got death threats for putting a post about Starbucks up. Well, why? Wow. Because there's something demonic behind it. You know, they've been funding the murder of the innocent. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to understand this whole thing is spiritual. That is the reality of the situation. And once we understand that and we operate with that operational understanding, you know, if you're in war and you have a good operational understanding of the battlefield, that sets you up for success. So that's the battle that we're in. We understand it, but we have the tools that we need to have complete victory. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Praise God. So good, Pastor Todd. Um, you know, Pastor Todd, um, I want to um, talk to you a little bit about Roe versus Wade because um, on the first half of this hour, I made a reference to God's finger. The very hand of God is drawing a line in the sand and yeah. a line and a line and a line. And one of the last lines, one was COVID, one was vaccines, one surely was President Trump. And with every line he draws in the sand, the very finger of God, you know, the one that wrote the tablets for Abraham, you know, I mean, for Moses up on Mount Zion, that very same finger is writing in the sand in front of the, uh, the church today, tell them to choose a side, you know. And yeah. so with that, um, the, the last really good line that we've had was the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Yes. I know people here in the city of Tulsa that are leaving their church because mm. their church refused to make an announcement that we should rejoice with the 
overturning of Roe versus Wade. Now, I know some people will stand up and say, well, it's not the complete end of everything. Let me tell you something. It's like what Clay Clark said with me the other day. We were together doing a podcast. He said, oh, Marty, we've been waiting for a good win. Let's just rejoice. We just got a win. It might yeah. not be you know, 100% of a win, but if it being, if it's 90%, if it's 75, we've needed a win. We've needed something to go our direction. And that's exactly after 70 million babies, after 50 years of this, it was completely a win. It was completely done by the hand of God. Are you seeing churches not awake along the lines of Roe versus Wade as well? Oh my goodness, Marty. I mean, I think what, what God is doing is he's allowing us to really see things very clearly. You know, there's no mushy middle. It's, you know, they've, they've talked about this, you know, silent majority for so many years. Well, we can't be the silent majority. Okay. We can't be on the sidelines. We got to get in the game. And the whole thing is, is that what's, what's happening. The Lord has used COVID. He's used the 2020 election. Now he's using this with yeah. Roe v. Wade to, yeah. to, to separate very clearly so what's happening is remnant believers, and what I mean by remnant is just those who truly desire to serve the Lord, that have a real relationship with the Lord, you know, people that really are, are saved and have had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, okay? These people are seeing, wait a minute here, this guy that I've sat under for like 10 years, he won't even mention, you know, the the the, the victory that we had here with Roe v. Wade. You know, he didn't even, and so what's God, what God's allowing us to do is to see things very clearly so that then we can make a decision you know, can I be under this person? You know, we talk about lions and generals, you know, and I, I really believe that's what this is. People that are yeah. willing to stand, people that are generals in the faith, they're going to speak to these matters because these are matters of high significance and importance. The Lord did a suddenly, okay? Something that, you know, there was people that said this will never happen. Roe v. Wade will never be overturned. It's impossible. God did a suddenly and I believe he did that in the middle of a very tumultuous season in order to show us that, look, if I want to move, I can move anytime. I, I, you know, listen, I'm the God of heaven or I can do whatever I want. And so he gave us a clear sign that he's not done, that he's willing to move. I mean, look at the Georgia Guidestones. They came down in one day. Yeah. You know, that, that was like a cornerstone for the demonic talking about population control. Yeah, sure. and, you know, just so much occultist stuff. And yet it comes down in a day, just like Roe v. Wade in a day. Now, here's what the Lord showed yeah. me prophetically about this is that he's a good father. And so a good father, you're a father, I'm a father. We want to give our kids blessings. We want to give them yeah. presents. But listen, if our kids are in disobedience because we're good fathers, we're not going to reward them for disobedience. So what God did in allowing Roe v. Wade to be overturned is he took it from a federal level to a state level. Now, like you said, the battle is not yeah. done. We're going to continue to fight. Yeah. But he took it off the federal and we're also not going to be sending this policy abroad through our through our foreign policy any longer because now it's not the federal law of the land. It's back to yeah. the state. So what's going to happen is the states are going to be responsible. I believe there will be some judgment and certain things that happen in some of these states. But what happened mm -hmm. is it took it off the federal. This allows the Lord to move in another way in our land now For because sure. this, this murdering of the innocent, the sacrifice to Molech has taken from the federal to the state level, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, very good. Thank you so much, Pastor Todd. Um, I got a question here that I think is another sacred. I just feel like killing sacred cows. You and I just hunting sacred cows. They're old religious cows today. And here's one I, I find this interesting and it's, I've run into it. Now I had a prophetic word from God about a year ago where the Lord took me in a vision and I saw the world. I saw the entire earth. But I'm not going to lead into that because I want you, and it's a, it's a, it's a really good one to me. It's it really, is God coming, Pastor Todd? Here it is. Is God coming 
for a weak, beaten down church that's just all beaten down. And when Jesus comes in that Thessalonians um, scriptures, when he comes for the rapture, oh, Pastor Todd, he's coming to save us because we're so beaten down. We're barely struggling. Oh, the Antichrist is karate chopping us with in the throat and hitting us in the groin. Oh, that you know, it's so bad. Or, Pastor Todd, is God coming for a church without rink, wrinkle or spot? Is God coming for our triumphant church? What say you? Yeah, well, you teed that one up real good, man. Let me tell you. I mean, there's so many things I could say. You know, when this thing in Ukraine started happening and, and we saw that the deep state was trying to pull us into a you know world war here, I went to the Holy Spirit. I really spent a lot of time inquiring of, of God and, and, and asking the Lord, Lord, I need a word. And he gave me a word and it was a very simple word. But he says, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but the end is not yet. And he said, we're going to have one more round. Okay, so why would you give us more time, Lord? Why would you give us one more round? Well, it's exactly for the reason that what you just mentioned. He's coming back for a church, a bride, without spot nor wrinkle. And so we have yeah. to get our house in order. And so to answer your question, in, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the church of Laodicea. That's the compromised church. And what does he say? He says he's going to spit them out. Lukewarm, spit out. Okay, so he's coming back for the empowered church, the church of Philadelphia, the church that's moving in miracles, signs and wonders. The word of God says that we're going to be able to do things even greater than Jesus did in his ministry here on earth. And so that's what with the time that we're going into the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. But we're going to see miracles like we've never seen, signs, wonders, God moving upon the earth. In fact, some of the miracles are going to be so intense that people are going to have to really, you know, like, wow, that was unbelievable. I can't even believe it. Even more than what we think. I believe the Lord is raising people from the dead. He's killing cancer. He's he's bringing you know marriages back together. He is going to be doing such powerful things. I've been seeing some of this as we've been going around the country, but I believe we're only at the beginning. And this is going to be the greatest move of God in the history of the world Absolutely. before the Lord returns. So just to finish that thought, we can't be escapists. We can't think like, I'm just going to hunker down and wait yeah. to be raptured out. That's it escapist mentality he wants the church to lead he wants us to be out there he wants us to be making disciples he wants us to occupy and that's what we need to do we can't be lukewarm marty oh so well said i'm going to take that i'm going to record it i'm going to make my wife listen to it every night when she goes to bed so thanks <laughs> good job good job pastor doc hey oh so i had a prophetic word about an hour after i heard about roe versus wade being uh, being overturned uh, one of the reawakened friends texted my wife and I, and we read it. And about an hour later, I'm fixing to go to work and the Holy Spirit moved on me really strong. And I began to prophesy about the rest of this year. And this is something the Lord said, this is what I'm doing. I'm cleansing this nation by the great turnaround of 2022. And it really spoke to me because about three or four months before I'm driving down the road and the word of the Lord came to me for Clay Clark. And I pulled over and I know you're, you know, you're close with Clay the way I am. And you're close with Vanessa as well, which I've talked with her just yesterday. And I sent this to Clay and Vanessa. And it basically said, urgency, urgency, urgency in the hour we're in from now to the rest of the 2022 year. Everything that we do, the church, everything the remnant does for the rest of this year will affect eternity more than we will ever know. So, Pastor Todd, if you could spend about five or six minutes, because I want you to spend some time talking about your website. But if you could spend about five or six minutes, talk about 
what are you doing the rest of this year? What is your, not, you know, not just your schedule, but I mean, your God is speaking to you all the time. He's, he's having you push and go a direction. And so could you share with us what, what's been going on with that for the rest of this year? Thank you, Marty. Well, you know, I'll tell you, uh, I have a saying, it says many see the glory, they don't know the story, you know, and, and oh, so yeah. sometimes they'll, they'll see people like myself, like Joseph Z, like yourself, and we're out here and they'll, they'll think it's like glamorous or something, you know, and, and even sometimes jealousy manifests, which I don't really understand uh, why, but I think it's a device of the enemy. But the truth is, is that we're under heavy warfare and heavy assault. And there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And so, you know, we're, we're doing this with fear and trembling but in glory and honor of the holy spirit but there's a remnant like you said a rising remnant that i believe are empowered by the holy spirit in this hour and so we know we're protected but the deal is we've got to stay consecrated set apart and we've got to really rely on the lord so what i'm going to be doing in these next few months is like what we've been doing the last few months because the lord has taught me we need to is going into the war room i call it the secret place the war room and really interceding and fasting and praying and 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 just getting rid of leaven and different things that the Lord is showing us to be set apart because he really needs uh, those that are being called that are saying yes to be consecrated because the warfare is intense. But the good news, see, I, I really feel like it's going to get a little more turbulent before it gets less turbulent. Okay. And yeah, so it, it, it's a season right now of a great, I mean, picture like on a flight, you know, I've been traveling a lot and some of these flights, there's a lot of turbulence in the air. You know, if you're flying through a storm, but what happens is what happens that plane goes above the storm, right? It goes above the yeah. storm. But sometimes when you're descending into the city or whatnot, you got to fly through it. So where we are is, is that if we get in that secret place and we call upon the name of the Lord, we fast, we pray, we intercede, we really take this seriously and do the tools that the word of God has given us. Use the offensive weapon of the sword of the spirit. What did Jesus do when he was attacked in the wilderness? He said, it is written. It is written, right? Why? Because the <laughs> yeah. word of God is the truth. And that, that word does not return back void. And so as we speak that, the Bible says all, all authority in heaven and earth, all authority has been given unto him. And so this is the God that we serve. It's a fixed fight. Okay, Satan is an archangel, a fallen archangel. God is the one who sits on the throne, the great I am, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. That's who we serve. So establishing our identity is understanding we are on the winning team. We are victorious. We have the tools. So what we need to do is apply them. The greatest thing that the church could be doing. And the Satan's worst nightmare, the deep state's worst nightmare is if the church understands the authority that we're given in the name of Jesus and we act on it. And so this is what's happening is it's an activation. And as we go in these different cities, that's all that's really happening is the remnants coming together and there's an activation. And then what happens? The people go out and they activate. And so that this is the devil's worst nightmare, setting people free, <laughs> getting them delivered, getting them healed, going back to the truth of the word of God, preaching the full counsel of God, being on fire for the Lord and, and actually being the body. And this is what was lacking in this country. You mentioned separation of church and state earlier. It was a lie. That was a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church saying that the government was going to stay out of the church's business. But for years, yeah. we felt like we got to stay out of the mountain of politics. We got to stay out of this area. We got to stay out of that yeah. area. There's a reversal that's happening now. We have to be involved in all areas. That's why they're freaking out. Yeah. That's why they're worried because they know that we're waking up. They Church know that we're taking up. authority. They know that we have the tools and they know that we're going to win. So that's why I would say, don't be discouraged. Don't be beat down. Don't grow weary. Remember the God that you serve. He is the one, the only, the Alpha and the Omega, the one that was with Moses, that delivered the people of Israel, the one that raised Christ from the 
the dead. It's that same spirit that's in us. And so we understand that authority. We operate in the anointing and the unction of the Holy Spirit of living God. And this is what we're going to be doing. And we're going to take back this nation. The Bible says that the, the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. And we are going to take back this nation for the kingdom of God. And the devil is afraid. But guess what? We're on the winning team. Absolutely. And that scripture, all things are possible to him who believes. The enemy wants to come, Pastor Todd, and get the, get people to just stop believing that God can fix this situation. Oh, because the devil, because, you know, the, the, the comment we talked to a few minutes ago, the devil, a mindset, he's trying to get people to think to themselves like, well, maybe it's supposed to get really dark. Maybe we are supposed to be just weak and horrible and then beautiful, powerful Jesus will come save us. Newsflash, he lives in us. He put himself in us. He said, I'm going to give you another comforter. I've got to go away. I'm going to give you another comforter. Well, the other comforter, the Holy Ghost, I call him the ghost with the most. He does exactly for us on the inside what Jesus did with the 12 and the 70 disciples on the outside. He led them and guided them. He showed them how to teach. He gave them the words to say. He sent them into cities to cast out devils, to cleanse leopards, to raise the dead. And they did those things. And the Holy Spirit now lives inside us. and he gives us the gifts of the spirit, which is powerful gifts, utterance gifts, gifts of knowing and discernment. He gives us the nine gifts of the spirit so that we can go to a world that's that's hungry for spiritual power, spiritual knowing beyond what they can see in front of them. And we step up and we tell them something they don't know by the Holy Ghost. We yeah. we heal them. We We let the hand of God move and touch their life. In something they can't do in their own ability, but all things are possible when they believe. And so that's that's something that's been on my heart a lot lately, where the enemy's just trying to get people to not believe. And if you let go of believing, well, you are lost because that is your number one tool. God says, I'm going to do everything for you. Just believe me. Our role is just believing, just believing. Trust him. Have faith in God. Trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. All of your heart. So we just, we lean on him because we can't fix our problems many times. And so if we're going to have him do it, all we're responsible to do many times is just believe him. And so the enemy, what does he do? He's trying to get us to not believe. He's trying to get us to believe that Trump's never going to be president again. You know, God's man of the hour for the for the nation. He's trying to get all of these things to happen. So we're just going to keep you and I. You know, Pastor Todd, um, when Jesus went into his own hometown and he came up against doubt, it was almost like a stronghold of unbelief sure. because he's there and it said he could only do but just a few you know, healings. There wasn't much he could do in the city of Nazareth. So it said he left Nazareth and he went to the towns and the villages around Nazareth and he was teaching and preaching the kingdom of God. The word of God gets people back in line to be able to receive from God. Um, so I just want to throw that in there because it was so, so much good that you shared. But we've only got two minutes left. I want you to talk about the Religious Liberties Coalition. I want you to talk about your website, PastorTodd.org. I want everyone to go see your website. And the remnant, the, the Todd Coconato Show is everywhere. You're having some of the most amazing guests. Talk to us about what's going on. 
Thank you, Marty. Well, it's all the Lord. You know, I pastored in Los Angeles for 17 years. We had a, you know, pretty remnant church out there. And then the Lord has just done something very powerful in the last two and a half years or so. And, and I just really believe that if we make it about souls and we speak truth, you know, the Lord does the rest. That's what he's doing. Yeah. And so we're seeing revival happening. We're seeing the Lord moving miracle signs and wonders. We're seeing marriages restored, people healed from cancer. Uh, I just had somebody the other day wrote me, they said their eardrum was closed for years, all of a sudden it popped open. Uh, you know, so the Lord is moving. It's not me, nothing to do with what I'm doing, but it's all about the Lord and his move and us just being, you know, able to be good vessels and allowing him to use us. And so that's what's happening. We have the Religious Liberty Coalition, which is such a timely thing. Uh, it was set up before COVID. And what it was, was basically just where we circle the wagons around Christian businesses and churches and ministries and parachurch organizations, where they come under attack from religious liberty standpoint. And many people were like, well, that doesn't happen in the United States. We don't have to worry about that. Well, then there was COVID and we had the infrastructure. And guess what? We were able to help many, many people get the resources and, and just all different types of legal counsel, different things. And so that's what we're here to do. And you can go nice. to rlcus.org or pastortodd.org. And we're happy to help you. We got the trifecta, which is the Religious Liberty Coalition, Todd Coconato Ministries, and then Remnant.News. And so three different functionalities, all working for the glory and the kingdom of the Lord. And it's just an honor to be a vessel that the Lord could use in this hour. And on PastorToddCoconato.org, they can see your videos there. Yes, sir. Yep. And Everything also on, they go, yep, yep, they can go to Rumble. They can find you on Rumble. Um, just Rumble, looking for um, the Todd. Yeah, Todd Coconello show the remnant. Hey, Pastor Todd, thank you. We're coming to the last 10 seconds here. Everyone, check out what Pastor Todd is doing. He is one of the most powerful voices of the heart of God in this nation in this important hour.